You've heard Democrats tell you they want to get dark money out of politics, right? That's bollocks. We're going to talk about that tonight. Um, They are also remarkably annoyed that a filmmaker had the audacity to spread the truth to Americans, and they're doing everything they can to shut it down. And Miss Netherlands has a dick, because why wouldn't she? It's 2023. Um, If you're watching the replay, skip ahead three minutes, watch the rest of the show, and hit the thumbs up, follow the channel. We'll be back in a few minutes. McDonald in Atlanta, joined by 
Danielle Munoz in Minnesota. What's up, Danny? Nothing, Al. How you doing? I'm doing well. This is TPS Report for Monday, July 10th, 2023. It's good to be back. Thank you all for joining us. We'll talk to our, we'll say hi to our friends on the uh, on the break. Although I noticed Janine said, did you see they're now saying the glue on the sub didn't hold uh, and that I called it? Yeah, unfortunately, from me looking at it, uh, it seemed like the my most likely failure point. And there are rules, by the way, about fusing titanium to... Uh, to um, carbon fiber that they completely ignored. And quite frankly, there's really no no compound of adhesive that's going to overcome those those physical barriers. But no, I haven't seen that, Janine. That's interesting. Thank you. Uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight, Danielle. But can we start by jumping all the way back in time to... I don't know when it was. It was some point during Donald Trump's presidency. Only if you do like this, like they used to do on, on Wayne's the, World. Like the woo woo, yeah. That was Wayne's World, yeah. All the all the way back to yep. sometime between 2016 and 2020 when um, Donald Trump met the Queen. Do you remember that? Yes. Do you remember how all the uh, colonial constitutional? Uh, all the colonial, what am I trying to say? All of the American colonial purveyors of royal protocol got all bent out of shape with President Trump because the queen made the mistake of stepping behind President Trump. And yes, I said that right. It wasn't Donald Trump that made the mistake. It was Queen Elizabeth, the Queen of England, which, by the way, she admitted... You won't hear that from the American media, but, but the leftist press and all their little simps on Twitter got all bent out of shape with Donald Trump. Let's remind ourselves of that little uh, escapade. There's President Trump. There's the queen. Queen asking him to move ahead and watch. She walks directly behind him. He realizes what's happened and stops to give her the opportunity to come up to his side and then moves on. He handled that as ba- about as gracefully right. as anyone aware of royal protocol could possibly handle that, don't you think? Yeah, gosh, yes. That didn't stop the media going into a, a meltdown about how he embarrassed the United States. It's an embarrassment to the to the country on the glo- on the global stage. It's a violation of protocol. It's an absolute no no. You never do that. Let's compare that to Mr. Magoo, shall we? We are watching uh, President Biden and King Charles III uh, during the ceremonies welcoming the U.S. president to Windsor Castle. First of all, listen. In his defense, do you think he's even aware that King Charles no. is there? I don't think he is. I don't think he knows he's there. First of all, but this I don't is. I think he knows where he is. Yeah, he has um, no we idea. We will continue this our live Magoo. coverage. Let me uh, try. I don't want to hear that bitch yakking. Let's turn that down. This is Magoo. Um, talk about violating protocol. Not unintentionally. Not the way pre- that it happened. No. I was going to say, not the way President Trump did. President Trump didn't do it. The queen no. stepped behind him. This magooish goon was just in a world of his own, 
while while the king's there it's it's tr it, you know he he's inspecting the 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 king's guard the royal guard right and uh, he's just there. Oh, loop, ba -doop, ba -doop, ba -doop, ba -doop, up the I, line. I literally don't even know what to say. How? How? How did that even happen? Like, did he just step in front of King Charles, or do we know how? Who knows? Who knows? Lord, and here's the thing. Seen. Here's the thing. I don't. First of all, I don't care. Right. In my opinion, the president of the United States takes second place to no one especially the monarchy whose asses you kicked i'm not even going to say we kicked right. because i am english but especially the monarchy whose asses you kicked to gain independence right the president of the united states no matter who holds that office takes second place to no one and royal protocol can kiss my ass quite frankly but however here's the thing go ahead i'm sorry however it's the the double standard, the hypocrisy of the left. People were still today because somebody shared a clip of of uh, Charles having effectively having to escort Biden off of the field. Nobody had seen the clip yet of him of Biden walking in front, and people saw that clip and and they were saying along the lines of, "Well, it's nothing like the embarrassment that Donald Trump did when he walked in front of the Queen." And so I replied with that clip you were saying. And it's if if President Trump had walked in front of the queen, it would be exactly like that because Biden walked in front of the king. But to your point about that, the the president of the United States plays second fiddle to no one. I don't disagree, except that we are in their house and it's a lack of respect. And I don't think that he should walk behind the king. But I think that if and you, dude, you watch the West Wing, you know that that the president's men go ahead and they talk to the king's men and they discuss whether or not you're going to wear an overcoat when you go to Stad because it's freezing too cold in Stad, so you wear an overcoat. So all okay. of those things had been discussed and settled. I guarantee it. And. It's a respect. You know that. Uh, but you expect Biden to remember them. Here's the thing. What I'm saying is I don't give a shit is what I'm saying. Yeah, if, if I you follow, you're saying it's a double if standard. You, if you follow protocol, right. of course it's the correct thing from a statesman from a statesman's position and it's just to follow protocol. And if you don't follow protocol, tough shit. If you're the president of the United States and you don't follow protocol, they can suck it up and kiss your ass, quite frankly. Should they follow protocol? Yes, of course. But I don't right. care if they don't. But I'm not the leftist mainstream media, right? I'm not going to get on to Joe Biden about not following protocol, just like I didn't get on to President Trump about not following protocol. But that's because I'm principled. Our right. media isn't. I just, think it's, I just think it's trashy. I think when you go to your friend's house, you abide. Now, if it were China, I'd do, be like, do you know how many, make the bitch crawl behind do you. Do you know how many rules of royal protocol there are? Nobody, nobody knows all of them. Right. Maybe maybe the, the, the Queen's... Um, manservant, her, her right. servant in waiting, whatever they called it, her slave, her maybe he, or, well, well, paste slave. Her Charlie. But, yeah, maybe her scrotum, um, because that's what I would call my butler if I had one. I would name him scrotum. Uh, we know. Maybe her scrotum knew all the rules of protocol. Joe Biden doesn't. 
Dude, and, don't walk in front of the king. Come on. I mean, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. It's. But I understand um, your point. I get your point that that's not it. Just a, a wild double standard, Danielle. And um, I agree with you. I understand your point. And, and you know, the, the media doing what they did to Trump just exposed them for what they are. A bunch of Democrat simps who go on they and have no principles whatsoever every time trump went anywhere they had something to say about how he interacted i almost yep. said interrupted that's not the word how he interacted with the leaders of foreign nations and you know it was always about him being this just overbearing boob and the stepping in front of the queen was all about him being a man and you know him being patri patriarchal Trump did and uh, here's misogynistic. the thing here's the thing that, again Trump did I I get what you're saying no the, uh, no no but, no I'm but, saying that that's how the media yeah, spun that's it that's how the media spun yes. it as Trump stepped in front of the queen did. he did nothing of the sort right. but that's how they spun yeah. that and remember that in Japan when they were feeding the fish and he <laughs> threw all the food and they made a humongous thing about that well yeah. the prime minister had done it first yeah. And he was just following what the prime minister did. Uh, like if yeah. there's, you know how not a fan of Trump I am because I do think that he's a bull in a China shop. But I believe that when it comes to actually like interacting and protocol, I believe that he knows what he's doing. And and like because I you, said in, in the video we just watched of, watched of Donald Trump, he handled it about his well as anyone could and the word you use when was there's perfect, a violation of protocol yeah as gracefully as, gracefully. as he could. because yeah. he allowed the queen to correct herself to correct her misstep mm -hmm. without i mean he's like nine feet tall yep. right so when lurch stops walking people are going to notice yes. when this little bitty elf of a woman walks out from behind him yeah so obviously that's going to be you know noticeable yeah. but yeah he made it as like sort of inobtrusive as possible yeah, to allow the queen to correct her mistake. And the media, the media can't even look back and say, you know what? Maybe we were a little bit too harsh on President Trump because at least he recognized what had happened and stopped. Magoo right. just kept on going. Yep, and no Eddie, idea. Eddie rightly points out there's a beef eater standing next to him just in take just in case he takes a nosedive. Yeah, there you go. Just in case he takes a nosedive. It's absolutely amazing. Um, all right, we're going to move on. But, Danielle, I'm going to ask you, if you would, to say hi to our friends and buy me a little time because I have a couple more uh, I have a couple more videos I have to cue up. I would love to roll with my homies while you jiggle some chords in the background. Thank you. So, uh, Michelle Brown, hey, friend. Peggy Brown is here. Hey, there. Janine is here. Hey, Janine. Bill Campbell's here. Hey, buddy. Um Sister Joy is here. Hello, sister. Hi, guys. I'm Dave. Hey, honey, honey. There's Bacon. Hey, Bacon. Dude, what are you doing back? I'm done. This is my time. Go jiggle a cable. There's Bacon. Hey, Bacon. Good to see you, sister. Um, Michelle Brown, we already said hey to. And, uh, oh, there's Rumple. Hey, Rumple. What's up, Rumple? Our friend Rumple is here, y'all. And can I uh, yell, Eddie, from, my, can I hey yell from off screen? Is Do that what? okay? Is it okay yes. if I yell in the background? Yes. Okay, thank you. Inobtrusively. Um, and there's Mark. Hey, Mark. Hi, Mark. Um, and y'all, before before Alex busts back in here, I know he already said this, but if you're not subscribed to the show, give us a subscribe and a little thumbs up tickle while yeah. you're at it. We thank would you. much appreciate it. Thanks, y'all. All, all yeah, right, thank you, you all. may come thank back you, Danielle. Now. Um, let's talk about Sound of Freedom, shall we?
Yes. We talked about it, a, a movie I had encouraged people to go and see. A lot of people went to see it. I don't know if we said this on a, on air, Danielle, but I made a prediction to you about how much money I think the movie would make in its first week. You remember that? Yes. I don't think we said it on air. Okay. And I, I think I'd said between 20 and 30 million. Yes. To yes. you. It made 40, 40 million in its first week. And then the left started to take notice. And they've began concocting this bizarre story, this, this bizarre narrative. Not, not story. Yeah. This bizarre narrative around the movie because they have to do everything they can now to stop people watching them because here's the long and the short of it. This movie exposes the failures of this administration to address the problem. Right. We know for a fact that tens of thousands of unaccompanied minors wearing colored cartel wristbands wristbands are brought across the border every single day and the color of the wristband determines which trafficker they go to and end up with in the United States. The United States is number three on the list of countries in the, the, I don't know what you want to call it, the child sex trafficking rankings. The U.S. is number three. Here in America, a lot of that demand is fueled by, well, the people on Jeffrey Epstein's black book list. Right. The elites. The elites control the media and the government. And so now the media and the government are doing the bidding of the elites to try and get this shut down before too much truth is spread to the people. We can't have this level of truth being told to the American people that is unacceptable. And how dare, how dare these independent filmmakers have the audacity to step up and actually tell a true story that exposes the, the depravity of the American elites and the absolute failure of the Joe Biden administration. How dare they? It, it shall not right. stand, they say. So now they've concocted this narrative. Let's take a look at CNN real quick. Oh, he doesn't hide it at all. And you have a lot of people who are in this world of QAnon who say, oh, they don't know what that is. They've never heard of it. They're just asking questions. With somebody like Jim Caviezel, he is openly embracing it. He's openly using its catchphrases and its concepts. He's speaking at QAnon conventions. And this film is being marketed to either specific QAnon believers or to people who believe all of the same tenets as QAnon, but claim they don't know what it is. And The Sound of Freedom does focus on a real issue of sex trafficking. Uh, but that theme, it, it's sort of like that kernel of truth that feeds the QAnon conspiracy theory. Uh, tell us how those two things work together. Sure. And the most durable and the most believable conspiracy theories are not entirely false. There's something in them that is true and the rest of it is false. But the believers point... It's true, but is what we're hearing now. 
she knows that what she's saying is such garbage. She can literally barely make the words. Yeah, it's true, but right, it's true, but we but can't afford for Americans to, to start it. asking questions and begin pointing fingers back at us. So here's what we have to do. We have to link this to QAnon. Because if they link it to QAnon, then most, most mainstream Republicans are going to look at it like it's a, a bunch of uh, hokum, a bunch of hooey, as the kids say. Right. Nobody says that. I'm assuming the kids do. Okay. If the kids are 90-year-old people, then yeah, they say. We have to divert attention from our friends in the elites, the friends that control the media, our friends that own the media, our friends that are already on the chopping block because of uh, what happened to Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, whatever her name is. I don't know how to pronounce it. Her name is Ghislaine, but we say Ghislaine because it's gross and we think it's funny. Yeah. And so what we have, yes. And so <laughs> what we have to do is convince the American people that, uh, in fact, they are the problem for actually wanting to watch this movie. Tim had something to say about this. Yeah, I'll, as that guy's talking, and, and he's nobody's hero, by the way. I can't imagine any kid looking at him thinking he's going to help them out. Uh, but I think of the children that are really depicted in that film. I know what happened to them. Those children were the subjects of child rape videos. Those children were being sold for sex. Uh, in total, you see mm. over 120 kids actually are rescued in the story that's being depicted even if the movie doesn't get into all of them. These are real kids. I see them. I'm still friends with them. So it's, it's, it's embarrassing and frankly grotesque for this guy who knows nothing to start throwing out terms like QAnon and connecting it to a real story. I mean, they're not even thinking about it. They are throwing out terms, though, like QAnon. We, I've told you why. It's because they have to divert attention from the issue. Because Americans cannot be allowed to pinpoint, to look at the issue and actually pinpoint the, the source. Who is responsible for this? So they throw out terms like QAnon. So how are they linking this to QAnon should be the question. Well, if this is a QAnon conspiracy theory, how are they linking it to it? He did his research on Wikipedia. This is a, in, in regard to Tim, Tim Ballard there, the accusations of QAnon involvement begin and end on Wikipedia, a Wikipedia page. And we know what Wikipedia is, right, Daniel? Danielle? Yes. Why did I just call you Daniel? <laughs> it's Daniel. We know what Wikipedia is. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a manipulative left-wing tome. And uh, it, it, quite frankly, it can't be trusted. It's about as trustworthy as AI at this point. Right. But that's where they got it. Tim addressed that in an interview quite a long time ago that we're going to take a look at real quick. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, that's, that's, that's a lie on Wikipedia. We have absolutely in our FAQs for years have, have condemned the majority of, of what we see um, with conspiracy theories. Uh, so I, I, they like to attribute me to the QAnon movement. Um, there may be some truths in there, but there's so many falsehoods on top of that. 
So our, our FAQs refute that immediately um, because it, it can it, it discredits the movement. In fact, I would go so far as to consider that maybe certain people who don't want this known are responsible for some of the conspiracy theories in order to discredit the movement. Um, and uh, they go too far. They go too far in, in, in their assessment of things. But yeah, we absolutely have dis disavowed uh, what is generally coming out of, of, of QAnon. Yeah, well, it says, you know, it's very vague on Wikipedia. It says to condemn the QAnon conspiracy theory. Well, I know perfectly well that there are more than one conspiracy theories, let's say, on QAnon, so I'm not even exactly sure what it's referring to. What is there a particular conspiracy theory that um, you were criticized for refusing to condemn? Do you, do, you, do you have any more specific details about that? I mean, I, I'm not sure what exactly they're, they're talking about. Pro they, they might be uh, referring to the fact that there's something called adrenal chrome where they, you know, they, they take, they, they're taking children's blood and... It, that is what they're referring to. They're referring to nonsense like that. When CNN talk about the conspiracy, they're talking about the fact that people believe that this shadowy elite cabal in America is the driving force behind child sex trafficking around the world. And that's because that's what our lying eyes have shown yeah. us. Epstein Island, anyone? Right. Sorry, not to jump the shark, but Jesus. Right. Goodness. <sighs> the left are willing, I shouldn't say the left, this is the media. This is the mainstream media, some of their simps on Twitter. It's the United States government, Alejandro Mayorkas, people like that that have abysmally failed in this country and failed the children who are victims of this trafficking. And it's their elite benefactors that allow it to continue. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's the reality. No. And that's a move that progressives for sure like to make maybe the left in general, but to, say something like that, right? And make it seem like it is the most bombastic, unbelievable thing, even though it's true and fact-based. Like it's, that's a logical fallacy, but I don't even, like it's not a straw, it's like the opposite of a straw man. You know what I mean? Like you set up something that's actually true and fact-based, but you say it in such a way that it sounds like it's so ludicrous that you'd be an idiot to believe it. Right. Right. And that's the way that they present that idea right. that there's this cabal of mega rich people that. And that's their goal. That steal blood from children yeah. and then traffic them for sex. Yeah. Well, there is and they do. Yeah. And there's documentation of it. Yes. You're absolutely but, right. You know, they make it sound like. And it is completely ludicrous. Like, how is. How is this even the world we're living in? Sorry, I know that I sound like a screeching hulalia, but like. The, just the thought that this happens to well, children. Well, you should be in. This is the point. You should be infuriated. The government wants it. The government and their media shills are once again gaslighting Americans because somebody somebody has had the audacity to present to us the truth, and now they have to discredit that as the truth. Right. These are people that that. 
all the time, any issue, I don't care what the issue is. It could be, um, it could be, let's talk about, um, we're not going to talk about it, but I'm going to use transgender surgeries as an example. If it saves one child's life, then it's got to be worth it. Right. This, the people responsible for this movie, Tim Ballard and his organization, now Jim Caviezel and the production company that have put this together, they're going to be responsible for, save, for saving, Tim's already responsible for saving thousands of lives. This movie is going to raise awareness and it's going to save, pardon me, and it's going to save thousands of lives, lives that the American government have given up on. Children's lives that Alejandro Mayorkas, that Joe Biden, that those folks just don't care about. Yeah, can I be slightly anymore. pedantic and say they didn't give up on them because to give up on something, you have to care about it in the first place. They never cared about these children. Mm-hmm. They never, these children never existed to them. And that's what you see in any kind of human trafficking is the people that are trafficked are the people that are seen as, it's awful to say, but as worthless, as having no value. Yeah. Because they're the ones that aren't, that don't get noticed when they go missing. And go ahead. I'm they sorry. want us, they want us to believe that it's not as big an issue as the movie clearly shows it is based on, and I know it's a movie, but it's a movie based on factual events based on real people with, with documentation, paperwork, visas and gunfights and save lives, rescued lives to back it up. But they don't want us to believe that it's the issue that the filmmakers say it is. Because at the end of the day, Democrats don't give a shit about these children's lives. They right. are a tool to these Democrats. Fair warning, I'm about to play a video. This isn't from the movie. This is actual footage. And if a Democrat can watch this and not get angry, I would be shocked. But I imagine many of them could watch this and not get angry. Those are little kids, probably six, seven, eight years old, who are being bartered, traded in the slave trade. Listen, the reality is they're going to be used as playthings for wealthy elitists. That's what they're going to be used for. That's actual footage of children being sold into the slave trade. Tell me that's a conspiracy theory. Tell me once again, CN fucking N. Tell me that's a conspiracy theory. 
There's another reason CNN want us to believe this is a conspiracy theory, Danielle. And it's because you know who doesn't like exposing things like this? Pedophiles and human traffickers, as uh, TX South H2O so succinctly points out. Former CNN producer, sentenced to more than 19 years for sexual assault of a nine-year-old girl. CNN producer accused of coaxing parents and underage girls into sexual we training. We talked about that story when it happened. CNN producer John Griffith arrested for attempting to persuade minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity. CNN, CNN have skin in this game. And there were, remember when we talked about that story, there were multiple guys at CNN that were getting in trouble at the same time. Yeah, so that's, those are three different cases. Oh, okay. At least. Sorry, I thought it was gotcha. Yeah. Yes. And those yeah. are those are I those I came up with with just a quick whizzing through of the headlines. They can tell me all day every day this is a conspiracy a conspiracy theory. But my lion eyes tell me otherwise. Everyone needs to go see this movie. Now, because this attempt to discredit and shut down this movie has begun, people are running into some strange, some strange goings. There's some strange doings afoot at the AMCs, Danielle. Really? People are hearing reports of people having their tickets canceled on them of the air conditioning going down in theaters. David, David Foster over on redacted had a friend. Yeah. A friend who uh, was, her ticket was canceled. She called, they told her the AC was out. She said, well, can I come watch the movie anyway? They said, yes. When she got there, there was only like five people there because of what they had done. Canceling tickets. There was uh, Megan Kelly was talking about someone who went to a showing and about 10 minutes in the fire alarms went off and they had to evacuate the theater. By the way, it's coincidental that the only screenings that are shut down due to broken air conditioning have been of uh, Sound of Freedom. The other movies continued as uh, as planned, apparently with air conditioning. Really? It's because the cabal is now pushing back. And as, as much as I give AMC credit for agreeing to take this movie to begin with, agreeing to, whatever, uh, they are now, it would seem, or at least at the very least, in-store employees. Right, individual theaters. Are beginning to play silly buggers and try to prevent this. And they're only doing it because the media have successfully labeled it as QAnon. If they hadn't done that, this wouldn't be happening. Right. This is not, this movie has nothing to do with QAnon. This movie is about, it, it. the long and short of it is every penny of your money, after they've covered production costs, obviously, but every penny of your money is going to go towards rescuing children that have, been, that have literally been abandoned by governments around the world. Kids that have been given up on that are living through torture. Absolute hell, yeah. 
Just absolute torture. And um, don't allow, don't allow this media and this government and these pedophile elites to, to, to have you doubt what you've seen with your own two eyes. Because it's absolutely horrifying. All right, what are our friends in the chat saying? My question is, what can we do to help that the average folk can't do anything about this, Kim? So, pre pressure, pressure on your elected representatives would go a lot, especially on Democrat representatives, would go a long way to kicking the Department Homeland of Homeland Security's ass into gear into fixing the border and rescuing tens of thousands of children who are being trafficked across the border as we speak. Right. Because right now, Democrats don't care about the Southern border. They don't believe there's a problem there. They, they think that's a conspiracy theory. We know it's not. That's all documented. Pressure on your uh, particularly elective Demo elected Democrat representatives could go along could go a long way to helping. It all depends on how much pressure they feel. That's what all that right. boils down to. Beyond that, go see, pay the money to go see the movie. When it comes out for download, buy a copy of the movie. Get if if you want to, just go just go donate. Just go donate to Tim's organization. Pardon me. Um, they're doing their $40 million in the first week is great. They destroyed the uh, Indiana Jones movie, the Disney movie. Disney had the opportunity to, to distribute this film, Danielle, and they passed on it. Right. They're, I forgot about that. They're probably kicking themselves at the moment consider well they're not because they don't no. care honest quite and frankly they are the cabal they are the elite they of course they're not gonna you know who doesn't distribute a movie about sex traffickers and pedophiles sex traffickers and pedophiles sex of course, traffickers and pedophiles that's of course right disney wanted nothing to do with it that's right hey my mama and my cousin lawyer are here hey y'all hey guys thank you for being here um and uh irish lady 03 is here that's cousin laurie is that oh hey laurie um, yeah, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Again, smash that thumbs up button as, uh, as they say. And if you're not following the channel, follow the channel. It's, uh, gets worse it helps than us this. Out. Yeah, it gets worse than this. Hey, can we talk about dark money? This is. Yes, please. I don't want to spend too much time on this because this is pretty deep. But I saw this story from the Free Beacon. Top Democratic operatives, operatives were quietly pulling the strings at a voting rights group. Lawyers say uh, they may have broken the law. A shady, a shady scheme implicates the left's largest dark money network, Abella Advisors. Um, there is a lot of information in here. And I'm afraid to say I went even deeper because... To get to the truth of this, you have to go beyond this story. Okay. So they talk in this story about New Venture Fund. 
and her new venture fund actually control secure democracies lobbying operations in violation of secure democracy uh democracies 501c4 status where they can't use political contributions in in um with with their money with the money they collect But in order to really get to the bottom of this, you got to dig deeper than New Venture Fund. And so I've made some notes here of what I've found. Okay. So go to the Free Beacon and read all of that. And I'm going to elaborate on all of that. One of the groups they control, the uh, New Venture Fund and Secure Democracy, one of the groups under their control, and there are multiple is a group called uh, Vote.org. It was founded in 2016 by Deborah Cleaver, a uh, Democratic staffer. Uh, Cleaver said she wanted to create a nonpartisan organization that would increase voter turnout and protect voting rights, Danielle. She, though, has just been ousted in this lawsuit we just looked at from Secure Democracy, but is still involved in all this, through vote.org, okay? okay? She was booted out by a hand-picked uh, board of directors that was chosen by a woman named Tara McGowan, a Democrat strategist who founded the Super PAC acronym. So now we're four layers deep into this. Is it actually called acronym? Yes. Like yes. it doesn't have an acronym, it's called acronym? It's called acronym. That's funny. Yeah. The lawsuit alleged that McGowan and her allies used Vote.org as a front for their political agenda and diverted millions of dollars from the group to their own entities. This is why Secure Democracy is now currently being sued because of violations of campaign finance laws. The lawsuit also claims that McGowan and her associates interfered with Vote.org's operations, hired and, fired hired and fired staff without the director's consent, and took over the group's websites and social media accounts. Cleaver's lawyers say that Vote.org's, that's the director, Cleaver's lawyers say that Vote.org's activities under McGowan's influence may have violated its tax-exempt status, for a nonprofit organization which prohibits it from engaging in partisan politics or supporting opposing candidates. I'm going to jump forward because Okay. Then we get to, then we get back up to the level. New Venture Fund is their fiscal sponsor that hosts and incubates various charitable projects, including Vote.org. Um, New Venture Fund was the recipient of a $10 million grant from a super PAC that spent millions of dollars on digital ads, which is acronym. That's how acronym and New Venture Fund are linked together. New Venture Fund's president is a former board member of Vote.org who was allegedly involved in ousting Cleaver, the former director from the group, when they took control of everything. The um, 
the Arabella Advisor Network, we heard about Arabella, right, is a group of four nonprofit organizations that act as fiscal sponsors for hundreds of left-wing projects and campaigns. Arabella raised $1.7 billion in 2020, mostly from anonymous donors, and spent $1.4 billion on various causes and initiatives that favored the Democrat Party and its allies. This is where I'm trying to go with this. That's confusing. I get it. It's confusing to research it because it goes layers and layers deep with the same people involved at every level. It's a, it's a, it's like, good night, Michelle. It's like multi-level marketing for dark money. Now, all we've ever heard are Democrats complaining about campaign finance laws and how they need to be, they need to be, um, pardon me, they need to be changed. Right. To get dark money out of the system. But let me ask you if you actually believe that. Let's talk about some of the money that Arabella, who has been the beneficiary of all these multi-layers of dark money campaigns, all under the same, well, some ousted leadership, but then the leadership of McGowan and these other shady characters. Let's talk about what they've been doing with their money. Some of the major sources and recipients of Arabella's network funds are the 1630 Fund, which received $261 million and spent $143 million of that on political advocacy, including $55 million on ads attacking President Donald Trump and Republican senators. The New Venture Fund, which we've heard about, right. which is the, the, the public face of this whole thing, received 405 million of those anonymous donor dollars and spent 315 million of those on various projects including the 10 million we talked about to vote.org and then of course ads and other super PACs that were specifically going after President Trump there's the Hopewell fund which received 392 million of the anonymous donor money and spent $244 million on projects, including $88 million to the North Fund, a group that ran ads supporting President Joe Biden's infrastructure plan. There's another organization that comes in under this blanket umbrella. They're right. shifting, they're shifting what what should what can be argued as political donations. They're shifting them among these nonprofit groups and using them for political advocacy against the law. The Windward Fund, which received $97 million from anonymous donor funds and spent $77 million on various projects, including $22 million to demand justice, a group that opposed the confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett. None of these were Republican issues. None of these donations were to try to help, for example, President Trump win in 2020. Right. This is a very well-organized, remarkably well-structured 
system of charities working in the dark using, I'll call it donor money, but it's dark money. We don't know the source of that money. It doesn't have to be declared. It doesn't have to be reported to anyone. The only rule that applies to them is that because they're, they are, they are uh, I think they're all considered 501c4s, I believe. There may right. be a couple of C3s in there. But the only rule that applies is that they can't use the money for political advocacy. And so they've tried creating this very much the way the Bidens bring their bribes into the country through layers right. and layers of financial schemes. Obfuscation. They have layers of obfuscation. These folks appear to be doing the same thing. Now, I'm not an investigative journalist. I can't look into this and present it to you the way uh, Matt Taibbi, for example, could. But now that the Free Beacon have at least cracked the top off of the egg, enough to where I could dig down a bit deeper and find all these other organizations linked directly back to the new, new venture fund, I'm hoping somebody looks into this because when Democrats say we need to get dark money out of politics. It don't get much darker, does I it? I think I agree with them. Yeah. I really do. And I would like to hold their feet to the fire. I did. I did try to find a conservative alternative to this. But since the Koch brothers backed away, there's, there's, or at least on its surface, there doesn't appear to be anywhere near this volume of money in, on, on the conservative dark web. Let's put it that way. Right. The old dark web. I know that Democrats were talking about dark money in 2016. I'm going to be curious to see if they talk about it in 2024, because I think they may have figured out that this dark money is the key to them, uh, key to them winning. And if the rules aren't going to change, Republicans have got to get organized on a level like this, where, where you can give your money anonymously and it will be used on your behalf. And you know, it's going to be used to try to decimate Democrats because that's what all this is about. Right. Now, I got to tell you, these folks are collecting money from all walks of life. The new venture fund is taking money from completely nonpartisan uh, uh, groups, right? I'm not going to say the Red Cross, but I'm going to say organizations similar to the Red Cross that people are donating to thinking they're doing some good only for that money to be reshifted illegally. Well, that part of it isn't illegal. It's what they, the end use of it that makes it become illegal, but they're shifting it from one nonprofit to another. They're laundering it. It's, it is effectively a legal We've form of laundering. Ozark. Yeah, it's a legal form of laundering. So you could be don donating to, you could be donating to your local no-kill shelter. And if that falls on the umbrella under the umbrella of new venture, 
Your money's going to get Democrats elected and to destroy Republicans because these are these are the this is the money that funds attack ads. This is the money that funds dossiers about Russian hookers peeing all over the bed. That's what this money does. It funds right. that kind of thing. And that could be your money that you gave to some innocuous charity that these new venture people have been uh, very shady with. And there's no way to know, is there? Like when you're donating no to... to no way to know. Friends of Forsyth County. Yeah, you've, you've got to do some real digging to, to get to the bottom of it. But you have to know what it. you're looking for. It's like playing hide the ball and you don't know what the ball looks like. Yeah, yeah it's, you know? it's not easy. You know, you were digging from the other end. Like you started with the ball and then looked for who had it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was given a beginning point. Thank you, right. Free Beacon. Hey, speaking of hide the ball. Oh, no. Can we oh, talk? No. Can we talk about this? This, yeah. oh Jesus, this is uh the newly crowned Miss Nederland, Miss Netherlands. Um, she has a penis, she has a girl penis. Of it, it's 2023, naturally, she has a penis. Um, all the best girls do, yeah. I mean, listen, if if you can't win a beauty pageant as the token tranny, what are you ever gonna win? Dude, you saw the girl from Derry, Massachusetts, who won. I mean, at least that one. I mean, she kind of has a horse face, but at least, you know, she kind of has some of the dimensions of a beauty queen. This other one was like an absolute bull moose. Yeah, I mean, seriously, that that girl has got some teeth on her yeah. and a, a big old horse cock. So, right. yeah. you know. I guess uh, both ends are... Um, I mean, and neither one caused her not to win. Both ends are playing out in, in this instance. By the way, this is who she beat. This was the first runner-up of the Miss Netherlands contest. Oh, bless her heart. Yeah, uh, just so you know, she doesn't have a penis. She's one of those old-fashioned women, the ones yeah. without dicks. Even um, without that filter, she's probably pretty. Yes, yeah, that is. Uh, she's a gorgeous woman. Listen, yeah, I'm not. Pretty. I'm not going to sit here and say that that's an ugly man because I don't necessarily. And, and you know, I'm not going to sit here and hit on him either. Um, Dude, not, you could plow a field with those teeth. Yeah, though. listen, not necessarily unattractive in the grand scheme of things. But we're not talking about the grand scheme of things here. We're talking about a beauty pageant, which is supposed to be the most beautiful specimens. From your from your country, right. who who up until recently did not have dicks, girl penises, right? Um, but the rules have changed ever since that. Who was that chubby uh, that chubby Hispanic fella girl? Sorry, that chubby Hispanic girl that won a beauty pageant was it, I'm sure it was here in America. That was the, I think that we're talking about the same one. He was, I think it was Polynesian. It was Derry, Massachusetts or somewhere. Was it? Yeah. Let me see if I can, um, <laughs> let me see if I can find that because I mean, there, there we go. This, yeah, he's been um, a girl for a week. Yeah. This, this fine yes! specimen. Yes. This uh, fine specimen of a woman right, right here is um, the Miss Universe pageant. Yeah, that is that's amazing. Good for uh, good for her. 
And look at the actual girls behind her. There, I mean, the funny thing is, and even with um, even with this winner, there were photos of them with the with the rest of the the pageant tree. I don't know right. what you call it. The pageant court. people behind her and they were all happy and excited and smiling. And I imagine that's because, you know, you have to yeah, be, you otherwise you're, be, you have to be, otherwise you're going to get canceled. Well, um, and I mean, even like, even when you don't win to a girl, you have to, you know, mm -hmm. smile and. But here's the thing. I mentioned this to our receptionist today. Our receptionist is a young woman. She's uh 21, I think. And I said, hey, did you happen to see the uh, the latest uh, Miss Netherlands winner? She said, no. What's she like? I said, well, she's a, she's a guy. And her immediate response was, well, that's not fair. Bless it. And, and she's absolutely right. It's not fair. But when when a transgender person enters this contest these governing bodies have now gone so woke that that person has to place at least place if not win right yeah when a transgender person enters any contest look at uh what's her name riley Gaines. riley Gaines tied with leah thomas and behind the scenes they told Riley Gaines and Leah Thomas that, yes, you tied, but Leah has to take the trophy home, is what they told her. Not even a shared custody arrangement. Right. Just, uh, just, you got to saw Leah's penis, Leah gets to take the, uh, right. Leah gets to take the trophy home, is what happened there. But yeah, this is, um, I don't know her name. I honestly don't. It's it's Miss Netherlands, as uh, as Kylie should be known. something. Oh, Val, uh, Ricky, Valerie Coley. Oh, there you go. She I now she care. now goes to move forward and compete in the Miss Universe contest, which is thankfully very different from the Mister Universe contest, because that is one of the most. Right. gay things I think I've ever seen. That's just a bunch of muscly guys rubbing oil on each other and flexing their pecs. Okay. First of all, that's not gay. And secondly, I think this whole Miss Netherlands thing goes back to the same thing that you and I have been saying all along, that a transgender person versus a trans trender person, this is a trans trender. Do you think because if she were oh. because if she were truly transgender, she wouldn't be up there yelling, I'm transgender. She would say, I'm a woman. Yeah. Because how would they know that she's transgender if she didn't tell? Yeah. You tuck your stuff, you know, there's no reason for anybody to see your girl penis. Yes. You know? It's very true. So if she if... were truly transgender, she would want to be presenting as a woman. I wonder like, um yeah, no, I agree. I don't disagree with you. I'm wondering, though, what her talent was. I wonder if it was uh, the same one as Zelensky had. See, this is where I get annoyed and rage quit the show at the end when I'm trying to make a point and you're just being a 13-year-old boy. Yeah. So quit it out. All right, go on. I'm going to sit in the background. 
That was my whole point oh, there was right, that if enough. she were truly transgender, that she wouldn't be making the point about being transgender and nobody, she would just be an ugly girl in a beauty pageant and she wouldn't win. Like there was a transgender, we talked about this and I don't think anybody cared, but there was a transgender playboy model in the seventies. Yeah. But nobody knew because back then she was, the it was a woman. God, all she wanted to do was to pass. Pass as a woman. That's right. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't but out now, there blowing it from the, the mountaintops. Yeah. Now, you know, transgender playboy models are screaming up from the mountaintops I'm because they're transgender. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's got to, it's a virtue signal. Right. You have to, you have to broadcast the fact that you are uh, the, the, or at least for the, for the fake trans as Rumpel, right. as our friend yes. Rumpel there referred yes. to them. They have to broadcast it from the, uh, from yes. the mountaintops. Rumpel says it with a hard R. But yes, we don't yes. have membership, so we don't have the privilege. So yeah. although I, I do say trans trender, so that's probably just as bad. Um, but uh, well, I call I call the you know, I call the um, the the organization of it transgender. What did me. you I think know, I was going to say? I didn't know where you were going. OK, why is that on the uh, why is that on the screen? We've already met 700 um, speaking of which, we're at 725. If you haven't followed the channel, go ahead and follow the channel. Bump us up. Come what, on over. What could it hurt? You can always... All the cool kids are doing it. And here's the thing. I'm guaranteed to say something one day that annoys you, and you can always uh, get your... You can have your unfollow thumbs no, ready on. to go. Let's be clear. He's guaranteed to say something every day that annoys you. But there will be a day that he says something that's so annoying and so offensive that you'll want to unsubscribe. And hopefully something we say will offset that and you'll stay with us. Because I think some people just show up to see what kind of horrible things you're going to say today. But if I do, just stick with it for 20 minutes because I usually have a reason for say. If I say something so sensationalist that it annoys you, chances are 20 minutes later you're going to get an explanation for yeah, it. Yeah, he at least thinks he has a point. So it's not always a good point. It's rarely a good point. Right. Tell but you yeah. that much. He always thinks he has a point. Yeah. 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 All so, right. You know what? I think we're out of time. Let's. Um, Are we really? Yes. Oh. Becky, Becky, you know, Becky, you're, you're a Canadian and you're not overly bright, but you got that right. What'd she say? Oh, <laughs> Danny is the saving grace of the show. I know why people tune in here. It's not, it's, it's, it's those tight fitting Hello Kitty t-shirts and Danielle. That's why people tune in. Danielle right. talking smart stuff and keeping me in check. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's a, it is a challenge, but we do what we can. Becky says she has a great comment and Rumble won't post. What does that, are, you, are Rumble censoring you? What is going on with that? That's I hope weird. Rumble, I hope Rumble aren't censoring people. Hell, I don't even censor people. Why would Rumble do that? Love to you, Bacon. Anyway. Yeah, um, I didn't think they did that. Yeah, I don't I didn't That's think that's part they of did. why we were here. She, it may be her janky Android phone. That's valid, yeah. Her she may be speaking in Canadian and she's typing Canadian on a American show is yep, the problem and um rumble doesn't sometimes, accept yeah, sometimes things get lost in the translation rumble doesn't ex accept that half-baked french cheese eating surrender monkey bollocks right yeah they're half cheese eating surrender monkey and half british 
Get your ass kicked, monkey. So dear, sweet Jesus. Sweet baby Jesus. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Thank you so much for hanging out with us, friends. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye.